0: This is Stefan Chavidgin, and I am the president and co-founder of the National Christian Foundation of South Florida. I want to tell you a story. About 20 years ago, I was sitting around with a lot of friends from South Florida, and we had just experienced one of the greatest evangelical outreaches we had in South Florida for the past 30, 40 years. You see, you got to know a little bit about me, and that is... My grandfather's the Reverend Billy Graham. If you're younger than 40, you're going to have to Google that. He was a famous preacher. If you're older than 40, you all have a story about when your mother or father made you listen or watch Billy Graham on a radio or television show. Well, Billy Graham came to South Florida about 40 years ago, and he held some outdoor meetings at a stadium called Lockhart Stadium. That stadium's not even there anymore. And As you know, many people got to hear the gospel, and as a result of hearing the gospel, many lives were changed, and frankly, this community was changed. Well, 20 years later, this wonderful Latin preacher, they called him the Billy Graham of Latin America, a gentleman who's now in heaven called Luis Palau came to South Florida and did it all over again, except instead of a stadium, he did it on the beaches, and I got to be a part of that story as well. We watched 350,000 people show up on the South Florida beaches over a two-day period to hear the gospel, to listen to great stories, listen to bands play great music. They even had a skate park on the beach. Can you imagine that? Well, I got to see what happens when you stand on the shoulders of those before you. Well, now we're 20 years later. and One of the things that came out of the Luis Palau outreach, we called it Beach Fest because remember it was on the beach was the National Christian Foundation of South Florida. You see, the story is I got to not only see it and hear it, but I got to be a part of it. Isn't it amazing when God lets you be a part of a story? We're all part of a story, aren't we? Well, when I tell you that story, we were sitting around a table, and someone said, you know, this has been a great thing, 350,000 people coming to the beaches of South Florida. We watched churches working together, business leaders working together, We actually saw the expression of what it means to live a generous life. People beginning to look at ways to collaborate. What happens if we actually work together to make the good and impact our community? As a result of that, many ideas were shared. That's what happens when a bunch of people sit around the table and dream. Somebody said, what if we started a community foundation with biblical principles? We said, man, that's a great idea. Let's do it. And immediately said... What's a community foundation? We thought, well, you hear the word foundation. It must have something to do with money. And community obviously has something to do with community. What are we going to do? So for about a year, we prayed, we listened. We did the proverbial kick the tires. Looked around the country to see if anybody else had done anything like this. We invited people into the South Florida space to tell us their stories And all of a sudden, we began to see God's vision come to fruition. And out of that result, we've met and found a good friend. That's the National Christian Foundation. They had started in Atlanta about 20 years before us. For those of you maybe remember the names Larry Burkett, or maybe a guy named Terry Parker, or another gentleman by the name of Ron Blue. These are iconic men. In the Christian world. Well, they had started the National Christian Foundation up in Atlanta, where a lot of things seemed to start. And we began to get to know them and their vision. And they had figured all the stuff out. They would figured all the nuances, all the ways to work with the IRS and how to do it legal and how to help people be generous and all the transaction stuff, the stuff we weren't good at. We were good at people. We knew our community, but we needed a back end office. So we started talking to them and said, hey, if we start this thing called the National Christian Foundation of South Florida, would you guys help us? And they said, it's been our dream to expand beyond Atlanta. And they had already begun to do some of that. So that began our journey, our story of how we became the National Christian Foundation of South Florida. And guess what? Part of that is that group of people looked at me and said, hey, Stefan, why don't you help to get this off the ground? Why don't you lead this? I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know what it was like to run a foundation, but I did have a heart for God, had a heart for the local church. I had a degree in business. I was surrounded with a lot of cool people that would help. And so that began our journey. One of the most common questions I get is, hey, I understand that there's an organization called the National Christian Foundation of South Florida. I understand you help lead it. But honestly, what do you guys do? Like, What do you do all day? Do you have to be rich to be a part of the National Christian Foundation of South Florida? I've heard about things like Church United and LifeWork Leadership. And, but frankly, I'm a little confused. What is the National Christian Foundation of South Florida? Well, over these next podcasts, you're going to meet some of the team, you're going to hear stories, we're going to interview some of our clients, and I think you'll be better equipped to answer that question in the next weeks to come than I am. But let me begin to tease you a little bit. We always will ask somebody, what is a God-given dream that you have that you have yet to be able to see come to fruition? I've asked that question so many times, and as I ask those questions, Oftentimes, I'll see someone's eyes get real big. Sometimes they'll begin to tear up a little bit. This could be a young person, an older person, could be a wealthy person, not a wealthy person. We all have that God-given dream. It might just be to, hey, I want to be the most amazing husband that ever walked the planet of the earth, or hey, my mom was a single mom, and I want to be able to help other single moms, But so often, the distractions of life get in our way. We're running our businesses, raising our family, just dealing with stuff. And so we always talk about what it means to live the generous life. So often when you think about the word foundation, you think, oh, it's money. I got to be rich. I got to write a big check. Name a building after me. That's what you guys do. You help those people. Well, we help some of those people. But you know what? We really help the people that have a generous heart. The way they have a generous heart is they've come to a deeper and deeper understanding of what Jesus has done for them on the cross. Because at the end of the day, we're all about the gospel. Remember, our roots are in Billy Graham and Luis Palau, all those people that went around the world to preach the gospel. Well, we preach it. We just do it in a different way. So when I ask someone, hey, what's a God-given dream? And they begin to open up and they begin to share that dream we begin to say, okay, we exist to help you realize your God-given dream. And we do that in a variety of ways. We're going to learn over the next few weeks and months how we do that. But again, I'll tell you a little bit of the secret. We call it invest, equip, and unite. All different expressions of how to live a generous life. You see, in my own life, the more I've gotten to know Jesus and I see his faithfulness, I see the handiwork of God on my life. He fills me up every single day with grace and mercy, provisions, insights, opportunities. And I don't want to just hoard those blessings. I've tried. Never works out, by the way. So what God says is, hey, I want you to pour those to other people. So think about forgiveness, God has forgiven me, gives me the ability to forgive others. So yes, we do talk about money. That's the invest part. Yes, we do have clients that come to NCF, and again, we're going to learn a little bit more about how that works. And they use the platform, the tools of NCF to be really generous with their money all over the world. We also talk about equip hey, how do I become equipped? So as a business leader, as a community leader, as a mom, as a teacher, as a lawyer, as a doctor, how do I become equipped to use the God-given talents that I have to be able to further his kingdom? That's why we call it equip. Equip me to do what I do better. And then we talk about unite, what it means to actually do it together. We don't wanna live in isolated worlds. We actually wanna do it together. The Bible talks about that. So, National Christian Foundation of South Florida, partnering with the National Christian Foundation of Atlanta, which is a really big organization. I think there's like 30, 35 of us all around the country. They're amazing, by the way. We couldn't do what we do without them. In doing all that, we're able to come alongside and serve the South Florida community. We serve business leaders. We love serving the local church. We love pastors. We love ministries. We're here to serve that community. And again, We've got some amazing stories over the last 20 years about how that's happened. I got to pinch myself once in a while to go, wow, I get to be a part of that person's story. So we're on for an adventure, and we're so excited to see, again, how God is expressing his love and his generosity to this whole community. When we launched the National Christian Foundation of South Florida approximately 20 years ago, it was me alone in an office. I remember hiring somebody to help me organize my schedule and help make appointments and just be all around a helper. It was basically a pretty lean, mean operating machine. Didn't really, again, know what we were doing other than we're just trying to launch this ministry to serve this community with the heart of the gospel inside of it. I'll tell you one of the greatest experiences I've had over the last 20 years. I've watched an incredible group of people come around and wrap their arms around this vision and this mission and help it take it to places I could never have imagined. As a nonprofit, we have a wonderful board of directors. Up until now, you know, these are men and women that lean in with their ideas, with their reputations, with their financial support. Our vision early on was to not only just start in Fort Lauderdale, Broward County, but because we're South Florida, we thought, wait a minute, this office has got to be like a regional office. We got to have places in Miami and over in Fort Myers and Naples and up in Palm Beach. And so the vision was to find champions, to find men and women to come alongside and say, you know what, I'm excited about this and I want to carry that torch. So I can tell you now we've got a board down in Miami, we've got a board over in Naples and Fort Myers, we've got a board up in West Palm Beach, we've got a board here in Fort Lauderdale, 55 plus people. I sit in meetings sometimes and I go, nobody even needs me anymore. See, in the early days, it's just you. Maybe you've experienced that before. Maybe you started a business or maybe you started a ministry or nonprofit or a church and it was sort of a one man show or the one woman show. But if you keep it that way, it'll never grow. So you got to be generous yourself. You got to be able to pass on responsibilities and invite other people. And they're going to do it different than you. But actually, most of the time, better than you. That's what I've found. And so got this incredible group of board members. Look at these men and women. They're godly. They're successful in their own right. They have great ideas and they're passionate about what it means to serve the South Florida community. And I learned a lot about what it means to do that. They help keep the team accountable. They keep the team focused, but not just the board. Guess what? Before long, it was not just me and one other assistant. We began adding staff and we had to have people down in Miami and over Naples and in Palm Beach and here in Broward. You're going to meet some of those people you're going to meet someone named Lori Farquhar. Lori came on. She's a former executive of American Express, a lot of business experience, had a heart for God, and so she was taking a sabbatical. You'll hear her story in one of our sessions. She takes a sabbatical and gets involved with NCF. She gets involved in life work leadership, and she begins to be used by God in helping us do what we do better and make a long story short, she's now on the team. She's part of my executive team and she's amazing. Another person you're going to meet is Eddie Copeland. Eddie Copeland, he's part of our Church United initiative. Remember I talked about invest, equip, unite? Well, we've got a champion in every one of them. So Lori's our invest champion. Eddie's our unite champion. He deals primarily with churches. He comes out of a business background, nonprofit background. He's an ordained minister. He's young, got a lot of ideas. You're going to hear from him about how we serve the local church, how we serve the local ministries. And last but not least, we got Brad Schmidt. Brad comes alongside and he helps us with Equip. That's our program that we call Lifework Leadership and Convene. And you're going to learn why we do what we do, how we do what we do. So these are this is the A-team. And then behind it all, we got a guy named Scott Carson. He's our operations guy. And he does all things operationally. Once in a while, we'll sneak him on this podcast to let you know that we actually do dot the I's and cross the T's. How do you operationally run a foundation? So you're going to be able to learn who's doing what, why we do what we do. And maybe some of you are going to lean in and go, hey, I've got an idea for you, or I'd like to serve on that board, or hey, I want to get involved in one of your things you're doing. It's exciting. We need to collect talent. It's like a big snowball rolling down the field. The longer it rolls down, the more snow grabs, and we need to do that because God's doing something called a movement here in South Florida, and the more, the merrier. So, I want to invite you onto this journey. told you a little bit about the story of how we began and ideas and the history of this community and men and women that have come here and poured into this community and there's a lot of amazing things happening in this community. There are amazing churches, amazing ministries, amazing businesses, amazing people. It's one of the joys of the NCF South Florida as we get to serve that community. So the more the merrier, as I said. We've got a great board, we've got a great team, but we need more people. How can we serve you? How can we engage you? How can we involve you into this story? If you'd like to know more about NCF South Florida, probably one of the easiest ways is, well, you can always... Just go on our website and check it out. It's ncfgiving.com forward slash South Florida. It's real easy. There you'll get our phone number. You'll learn a little bit more what we're doing. You may be able to reach out and go, can I have lunch with you guys? Can I get to know a little bit more about what you're doing, how you're doing what you're doing? We would love it. Again, we're in for a long haul doing amazing stuff. God's doing through this community. We're so proud to be part of this community. Just one little piece of the puzzle. So look forward to seeing you. Look forward to getting to know you. Look forward to having you be a part of this amazing story. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for living the generous life.